Hello everybody, welcome to Cadaver Lab episode 75. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And today we're going to be talking about the family-friendly movie of the year, The Woman. Did, by the way, did I sound as big, uh, like, as big of a dildo as I did in my head? You sounded like you didn't believe what you were saying. Man, I gotta. I really have to work on my, uh, on my, because uh, I'm 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 gonna try to become an announcer. Tell like tell them what they've won, Mike. I want I want to be that guy. We used to have a guy that uh, that did sales with me, uh-huh. and he had to say he had his special voice for sell stuff, Are and it drove serious? me nuts. And luckily, it was early on in my career that I, I learned that that is so effing obnoxious. Oh yeah, dude. Since you don't exhibit any of those. I don't. You, know, you know what the funniest thing you do being a salesman? Oh, no. I'm telling you this. Is it? Is it? Uh, after every phone conversation, we'll be like, "Hey, dude, yeah, balls, whatever." But okay, all right, thanks, Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I do. I do. I thank everybody. Yeah, you're right. I you're, do. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Thanks, mean, man. I, I think, well, well, and it's not even that. You you say thanks, Mike. So everyone's like. <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny too. Is that I mean, and and I don't know. This is a this is a tangent to start off the show, but uh, I'll always hear. I'll be like, "All right, man, catch you later." And that's typically when I end the call. Yeah, I pull it away from my from my ear, and right, you know, I, you have to hit the button to turn it off. Yeah. I can t- still hear you saying, "All right, thanks, Mike. All right, have a good one." <laughs> that that's salesman. That is, is salesman, right? But at least there. I don't change my voice. Well, and that's true. That is true. I just I just like feeling important. All right, thanks, Mike. I'm like, you know, I don't know what I did for him, but I think I made his day. So you know what? I'm feeling pretty special about myself. Yeah, I was right gonna now. say you don't know that my hands down my pants on the other side of the. Oh yeah, dude. You know what? The, the funny thing is, is I have a what did I learn about hands down the pants? Oh no, today, dude. This I'll tell you what. This movie honestly was was pretty freaking depressing. And just so and I didn't, there was I don't know a... if we mentioned it. We're gonna be talking about Lucky McKee and Jack Ketchum's The Woman. Yeah, you said that. You said that at the very beginning, but. Um, I, I just, I didn't find much very, like, I couldn't really get a lot of funny stuff. Well, I dude, wish I would have gone back afterwards and maybe watched some of it again so that I could try and get some funny stuff. But, you know, I dude, had the this, same this problem. Put me because, in the worst mood. Well, and the thing is, too, is it's like we've been doing these movies like Brain Damage and, uh, you know, the ones that, that Savage Streets and the ones that have been so fun to talk about. This right. one's like a bummer from start oh. to finish. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because. This this was a very controversial and and uh, really really d- divided people in their opinions and whatnot. Or that's mm-hmm. what the PR department would ha- would have you believe. Yeah, no kidding. So, so whatever, dude. I took a little roadie to Walmart tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I had to go get some baby formula. So I ended up uh, I always stop by the five dollar movie bin because I, sure. they always have like awesome little treasures in there. And I picked up I I thought I was getting like the original Puppet Master one two three and four, uh-huh. but it ends up being like number five and six, and then some like when puppets go when bad puppets go good or something <laughs> shit like that. I mean, so it's, it's going to be real winners. I tell you it was so funny cuz this this uh you know this good-looking chick was was looking through movies and she pulls it out and I I always look for the horror movies I hadn't seen any sure. yet and I was almost ready to leave. She pulls it out and she goes, "Oh my gosh, it's Puppet Masters. I haven't seen these forever." to her friend. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh, Shit! I hope she puts that down because that I really bitch want better that. not take that. Yeah. I'll bite her hand off. So she she put it down, and I'm like, "Are you gonna buy that?" And she's like, "No." I'm like, "Okay." So I grabbed it and put it in my stack of stuff. 
<laughs> and then I got up to the front, and the lady's like, are you 17? And I'm like, yes. Do Dude. I be 17 to watch about puppets? And she's like, what? And I'm like, the puppets. It's about puppets. Dude. And she looks at it for a second. She's like, oh, I thought this was, it's, it tells me it's a rated R movie. I'm like, oh, they are, but they're rated R puppets. Right. And so she's like, oh, have fun watching your movies. I freaking love Walmart five dollars. You, you know what's so funny about that, by the way. So I, I did the same thing. I got I got a full moon. I got like Evil Bong, and I got oh. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but it's a full moon one that I've been trying to. Oh, I've been trying to pick up for a long time, and it sucks so much balls after all that waiting. <laughs> it's, I can't even remember the name of it. It's kind of like uh, Beauty and the Beast, except for uh, Charles Bandified. But uh-huh. uh, but I did the self checkout because I hate dealing with checkers. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So I did it, and I had to effing wait there for like two minutes while the lady got you know got all that. I'll tell you what though, I love those little packs, and they're they're quite a few oh, yeah. of those. There's I got a, like I a wild animal Walmart. pack too, a little while really? back. And then yeah, and then this this one. Most of the movies, that unfortunately, I already have. I did buy a Chucky one, I think, with like uh-huh. with like. Uh, Two and three, and then the and then the Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Oh, I got that one. I got that one too. Oh yeah. Crap, I forgot about that because I I open them up. It's funny. I watch. I I've been reading a bunch of books right now, but mm-hmm. but I'll go, I'll go look. You know, rent movies. I I <clears throat> subscribe to Netflix, and so mm-hmm. I get these movies in the mail. And, and what will happen is, is I convert them over to MP4 with my software so that I can watch them on my iPod. Right. And so I have these movies coming and going, and so those are the ones I'm watching. The ones that I buy. I'll go in my in my movie collection, and I never pull those things out. Right. I, I, pro- I literally, I probably have two hundred movies that I, and that doesn't include like the fifty uh, oh, box sets that we get, the public domain stuff. I have like two hundred movies, two hundred DVDs that I have never even watched. Dude, I'm, I've I got the same problem you do with that. Yeah. You know what the thing is though is every once in a while somebody will be like, hey, you heard about this movie? It's pretty freaking cool. And I'll go check to see if I have it. Sure enough, it's there. I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I wondered. I saw one of those uh, one of those movies, and I was like, man, I, w- I think I've got this one, but I'm not sure. You know, so. I, I don't I I don't even know what I don't I don't know that I've paid for a full price Blu-ray or DVD like in forever. I haven't, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to on next Friday. Why? Because the Blu-ray set of Star Wars is coming out, and I'm buying it. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that Absolutely. the one with all the all the extra added bullcrap? I don't know if it's extra added, but it's all six of them. I haven't ever bought a set that has all six because I, I knew I heard that this was going to happen. I heard that a bunch of stupid shit in it. A bunch of extra I don't care. Shit. Okay, but all right, Star Wars, Star Wars is awesome. I absolutely, I read, uh, I read a lot of books, like I said, and, and in college where you had to do all your mandatory reading, I literally probably read 60 Star Wars books while I was in college. That is unreal. Paperbacks. They're like 350 pages Wait each. Wait a second. You had to do like mandatory reading? Well, like, I always read, bought the- Read 20 was, minutes a day? No. What are you, did, like no. third grade? No, no, no. I mean like you have your textbooks you're supposed to read the uh, chapters for, uh, and, and so, but I, you know what's funny about that? I don't think I ever read a full- Here's here's what here's how I went to college. I got a marketing degree, uh-huh. and I always bought the textbooks because I was so scared that I would need them. Right. And I showed up to class probably eighty percent of the time to uh-huh. all my classes. I never read anything, and I got a three point one two. That was my lifetime nice, grade point dude. average. I just all I did was show up to class, and I and then got ready for tests by the notes that I was looking at. But I ne- I never read anything. I did. I'm glad I wasn't a doctor because I'd probably kill people by now. All of a sudden, you'll see you'd see Aylmer and be like, "What the shit?" <laughs> That's is that? hey, this shit's normal. <laughs> exactly. That, that thing that happens to all sorts of people. No. <laughs> so, 
But uh, but I yeah I read it was funny because uh, I got this book for Christmas. My brother-in-law decided to give me a Star Wars book for Christmas, and he thought he was buying. It was right around the time that Episode One was coming out, uh-huh. and so he thought he was getting me the book for Episode One. But it turned out that it was like it was a book that uh, it was the first of a series. Because what happens is all these different authors get permission to write in this uh, Star Wars world, and all of the information from all these books from these different authors has to coincide. You can't make crap like if somebody dies in one of the books, they're dead in everybody else's books. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So there's like 50 authors that, that write these books. How so do how do they know? I mean, is there some? Kind they have, of... you have to keep track of it. You have, like the planets all have to have the same stuff with the same species. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Weird. Like I said, it really got me into it. Because you remember when you did that the, the stormtroopers of the dead yeah. or whatever that uh-huh. was i uh-huh. assumed that that was just kind of a one-off deal that that was just nobody cared about oh there's freaking stormtrooper zombies you know no no he had to he had to go apply to lucas arts with his storyline and then he had to comply with all of the uh you know everything it, it had to fit it has to fit in a certain timeline too so like as an example you have to these guys had to get permission to write about stuff that happened between empire strikes back and return of the jedi and only one guy could write it because you you can only have Darth Vader and guys doing stuff in a timeline right. for the two years in between that movie. Uh, you know, somebody else can't come along and write a story that happened to Darth Vader in the middle of that because did somebody already did it. Happened anybody? Because I mean, especially yeah, there was all sorts of awesome stuff that happened. But but a lot of my favorite ones were the books that happened after the the movies. So you have like uh, Han and Leia; they were married and they had a couple of kids. And then oh, really? he had uh, Luke Skywalker was was dating Mara Jade, and she was some renegade person. And Luke had a temple on a on a planet that he was teaching all these new Jedi's and stuff. Nice. But they were they were phenomenal books. I just I really it sucked me in, and they were such an easy read and just so entertaining that I became a Star Wars nerd, dude. And I'll, I'll admit it to everybody <laughs> in podcast land: I carried a Jedi card in my wallet for about three years. Wow. Yep. <laughs> there was shit I had to do every day to be a Jedi, and and I did it. Oh, that is so. freaking awesome. <laughs> so anyways, when I hear that the Blu-rays are coming out and all of it's on there, I don't care what extra stuff they add. I freaking love Dude, those movies. I've I was raised on that Star stuff. Wars 20 times. Well, I bought the movie I bought the the movies like when the when they went back in 1997 and re-added a couple of like 11 seconds to the three movies. I went and watched them in the theater and then I bought the the VHSs of those. Oh, you're talking about that when they added like CG Jabba to Yes. To, oh, yeah, to yeah. episodes four, five, and six. You know what's funny is I have those are the only ones I have, and now I it's I mean I've even looked to see how to get the original ones without that. Are they hard to get uh-huh. now? Um, no, you can go buy. Like I bought a set of DVDs that has four, five, and six, and then but um, the older before the you know back <clears throat> the same the original cut or whatever. Oh no, I don't know about that. That probably is probably pretty hard to get. I don't know about that because these these had the new stuff like it had Anakin. Like uh, what's his dork that played Anakin? Oh yeah, in the in they had him as the, the, as the old ghost guy. at the end of Return of the Jedi. That's I, you know, and I'll t- I tell you what I, I I thought I was really into Star Wars until those three new ones came out, and I don't know what the problem is. I just didn't care for them. You know, I hated the first one, um, and then the second one got pretty good. I, I started picking it up at the second. One, I'm like, okay, they, they're back on track a little bit, and then the third one was really good. Revenge of the Sith. I thought, hmm. I, you know, I thought they were good. So, anyways, I'm picking those up. That was a huge, long 11 minute tangent, but <laughs> well, that's sweet, dude. So Walmart, though, yeah. So Walmart's the bomb. Well, they, you know, they they stick all those movies there. I'll tell you what. Every time I th- every time I pick up a movie pack, mm-hmm. I have to thank some poor Walmart worker 
for giving up his benefits so I can afford all these movies on one thing. Nice, dude. So, <laughs> Hopefully we didn't just offend our tens of fans right our, there that are working a Walmart. Our nine game. of fan now. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Sweet, man. Anyway, oh, I I'm so to glad to talk about something so happy we're going to talk about something so sad. Oh, I know. Well, dude, um, things that make me happy. You ready for this? Yes. Opeth is coming out with their next album. I think it's on the 20th really? they release it. I got a pre-release copy of it. You did? Yes. Well, that needs to come my way. <laughs> oh, dude. Now, I don't know I don't know everybody out there if you know how awesome Opeth is. They're only the greatest band in the They're world. They're really good. You introduced me to them. They oh, are very and good. And the, the new album is a lot. It's pretty much different. I mean, you can tell it's Opeth, but it is unreal it is, is it that good oh. you know I, I mean i've been listening to the whole thing and they don't they, I, they don't uh don't do the growl voice or anything like that it, it's just a lot more prog and ex, kind of experimental stuff they don't like, do the growl voice. no not at all uh-huh. not that i'm not that i've heard at least and huh. i've listened to it you know two or three times I, yeah. I don't think i've just missed it but anyway no wow. i'm still i'm stoked for that i'm gonna need that before my plane ride on sunday okay you got it sweet dude but then you have to go buy it at walmart um, I always when do it that. comes out, sure. Oh, I always do that. <laughs> Actually, I just buy it on iTunes. Oh, dude. <laughs> I thought I taught you better than that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted to mention also the Demon Chaser Film Challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So, I, I mean, did we make it official? No. Yeah, I think all you said was that uh, there was something coming and the Cadaver Lab Pictures is officially up and running or something. Oh, dude. Well, maybe we should why, – why don't you Why don't you, you tell them the good news? <clears throat> so the good news is Mike and I have entered ourselves into this uh, Demon Chaser Film Festival where we need to put together a six-minute – or 666-second – no. Six minutes, 66 Six minutes, 66-second uh-huh. video or movie. And so we have put together what we think is going to be a very entertaining – and uh, and good idea, and so we're just uh, kind of writing some of the filler right now, but uh, we're going to start filming later, and it's I think we have to have it in, and, and the film festival's in October sometime. So I, we have to we'll have it up, all done by October 3rd, I think. Yeah, so we'll end up putting this thing up so people can see it, and, uh, um, you know, I, if it turns out half as good as what I think it's going to be <laughs> in my mind, then it'll, it'll really suck, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully it'll turn out pretty good, and we'll have a good time doing it. Oh yeah, and uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, actually the movie that we that we're putting together is we're gonna put uh, Sean Gabrins from Angry Gnome Comics, uh, his story, the duel that we were in. Mm-hmm. And yep, we're, so, we're, we made yeah. an adaptation of that exactly, and um, yeah, we're excited. We're bringing back a couple of the original uh, four riders of the apocalypse that were with us for like two episodes. Yep. Of the po- of the podcast, four horsemen, so, uh, yeah. four horsemen of the apocalypse, and so we'll see how that uh, how that goes, and you guys can see if they're as big as douches as we think they were. <laughs> no doubt, dude. By the way, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, we. I think we need to bring in two guys just to sit around because that's a badass name. You know, Listen, we ought to do. We well, ought to do this. We ought to have a couple of guys that, that just add a live in studio laugh track. No, I don't. I, I think I think they can do that, but then on the other half of what they do, they're fluffers. Oh well, sure. Uh, you know, I don't need one. I don't have a problem keeping it real, if you know what I mean. Wow. Anyway, uh, <laughs> about the demon chaser, though. Before I forget, I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows that uh, 
any you don't have to be in this area the salt lake area to to do it you can i mean we've got entries from like washington and la and a bunch of other you know oh yeah send them in yeah so put them together send them in demonchaserfilmchallenge.com uh, we're going to be screening them all. There's all sorts of awesome awards, stuff like that. So I'm serious. You filmmakers out there, um, you know, put it together. This this has been in the past a three-day filmmaking exercise. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now, but in essence now it's just uh, from the time you sign up to, you know, the time you turn it in in October. So, yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, just under a month. I say I say, people get out, get on it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> anyway. I can't wait. We'll have to put that up. We'll, we'll yeah. definitely put it up. We'll put oh, some yeah. behind the scenes of uh, Sam being Star Wars kid. Because I think that's what he's becoming. Oh, absolutely. I just hinted at it while I was here, man. Oh, awesome. That's yeah. what that was all for. You're like, you're trying to plant the seed. We yeah. need to get some uh, Star Wars kid footage in there. <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh, hey, the shout out to Joe Basil. Sweet. Or at Joe Basil on... Uh, on uh twitter he uh he sent me a message saying that uh, he's had that vibration in his leg and he didn't know what it was either and so oh um, like the caffeine yeah so he thanked him for letting him know what it was dude so people listen to us for medical advice we will help you it's i felt exactly like those commercials where like they stay at a holiday Inn express and they go be doctors i'm like that's me listen to cadaver i'm just glad i can help out people because that uh that was freaking annoying. So, you know, hey, Joe, you'll have to let me know if that uh, worked for you to go off the caffeine. You just asked. He just asked a dude to tell you if some part of his body is shaking and twittering. That's right. I'm Doctor Sam now. Love lines, ten o'clock. Just kidding. Sick. <laughs> well, dude, we got uh, we got some voicemails. Uh, oh yeah. We got a couple of regular voicemails. And we got some lyric limericks. Oh sweet. Uh, let's start off with the with the a couple of voicemails we got here. Okay. Hey guys, this is Eric. Uh, my first introduction to the Cadaver Lab was through Tony Brown at the Arm Date Podcast, and uh, my first episode was the Slab with uh, ah hell that James Woods flick uh, from a while back. I can't remember uh, television thing, videotapes in the stomach vagina. Anyway, uh, love the show, a lot of fun. My question for you is, why do you guys use IMDb ratings instead of Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, only because it seems like IMDb only has about a four-point variation between their best and worst-rated movies anyway. It just doesn't seem like it moves a whole lot. I was wondering if there was a, a particular reason, like the movies you were doing don't show up on Tomato Meter or stuff like that. Love the show. Thanks a lot, and I will talk to you later. I can take that one. All right. See, the standard deviation of the... No, I'm just kidding. There's no method to our madness, dude. I'll, t- and I'll, I'll tell you what, yeah, I was going to say, for no reason other than the fact that uh, that when I when I do uh, try to get some uh, facts for the show and whatnot, basically I'm already at IMDb. Yeah, that's what I used for Six Degrees to go to IMDb. <laughs> so, so. so there you go. Maybe we ought to start... You know what? Maybe I'll be in charge of the Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, and then we can guess. We can yeah. guess back and forth. Dude, that's a really... And I, I promise I won't look. Oh, okay. I on IMDb. Uh, all right, dude. Because if I do it, if I do, I have an IMDb uh, app on my phone, uh-huh. and so I can use that to do the six degrees, and it won't show me what the rating is. Oh, really? So I'll just do that on the six degrees to get past the first one at least, and then, um, uh, and and then we can guess. That'd be a lot of fun. Sweet, dude. Let's do it as of next week. Good idea. Amen, brother. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's another one. Mike and Sam. This is Shane D. 
dude, my brains are fucking frizzle fried. I am caught up on all of my slabs, four episodes of Cadaver Lab, two days of work. My brains are complete mush listening to you two assholes. <laughs> but it's been the funnest fucking eight-hour, nine-hour days of my life. Oh, my God. And I mean that. <laughs> my brains are frizzle fried. I think that might even be a Primus album. You're going to have to ask Mike. You, you wouldn't know, know because your brains are all Dude, messed up. You guys are bringing it to the podcasting, whatever the fuck that is, the world. He would know that if his brains were. I got to say, between the fucking basketball dick pinching, the Bonneville, the shitting in golf fucking holes, I mean, come on, man. That is straight fucking mad comedy. Dude. Keep up the good work, guys. I love every fucking bit this of it. This is adolescence. Uh, it couldn't hurt you at all to maybe throw in a little bit of ass play. You guys are all about the up front, the balls. Sure. You got to work that shit in the back too, man. You gotta We're still feeling each other work. out. You know? Anyways, you guys kick that just ass. Takes a whole new level of commitment. Keep on keeping so. on. I'm not going to get that far behind. I listened to goddamn seven slabs in a row. Oh, dude, that's that's some crazy shit. Listen to you guys talk for. Seven to eight, nine hours. I would kill myself. That's crazy. I know. Sam, I want to have your children if I ever can, you know, if they get, I don't know, if they ever work that out to where men can have babies through their Dad, ass. Junior. Mike, yeah, I love you. It. You guys kick ass. Keep up the good work or the shitty work or whatever it is that is the hip thing to say. Rock on. Live long and prosper. A little you know, Star Trek it, reference. That's awesome. Dude, isn't that your nemesis now? It is. I Star freaking hate Star don't you Trek. Guys hate no, I don't. Oh. Dude, let me let me tell you something, what he just did there. What? The ass play deal, okay? Yeah. You don't just all of a sudden, hi, how's it going? Oh, my thumb's up your ass. You've got to work into it. Wait a second. You don't do that? Uh, no. What the hell? Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me, dude. No, no, dude. Then you're you're lucky. You're lucky. You don't even know how lucky you are. All of a sudden, it's like there you go. But <laughs> yeah, I try to stay away from that. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Listen, the, uh, just I don't know why this reminds me of that, but this is uh, I don't know. If, do you tell me if you ever do this? Oh, uh -oh. what? <laughs> really? Okay, I'm preparing myself for something awful. No, it's not too bad. But like when you're in a public restroom and you're taking a dump. Uh huh. Like, usually people will try and be kind of quiet about what they're doing. I There's times where I will be as loud as I can and just laugh at myself. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever do that? Dude, well, here, here's the thing. Here's what I do. Because there's a tour at work. There's there's the normal stall, then there's the big stall. Yeah. If I don't go in the big stall, if the big stall's taken, I go to the other bathroom. But if there's yeah. someone in the little stall, uh -huh. and, you know, I, I this is what I do. I go in, I sit down, I give them 10 seconds to start wiping. And if I don't hear wiping over there, then yeah. I'm bringing it, man. That's awesome. It's like all of a sudden, you know, it's usually like the first thing in the morning. <laughs> and then squeaking and, you know, you're just waiting. You know, of course, I use the the wax things. Come on. I'm not like a savage. Oh, I, don't use that. I like to fill everybody's ass on, on that seat. Well, I don't know how to well, use the gaskets. It's not just that. It's more It's more of a of that little flap that goes down. It's more of a protection from the bottom of the bowl because we have those low flows. 
See, know? that? you know what, though? I hate that flap because I'm always scared an alligator is going to climb up that thing and chew my nuts. Well, I, it, that's a good point because, you know, when, you, when you're... Like holding on to the side to the to the seat with both hands, just yeah. hoping you don't fall off. And all of a sudden, you, that gets a little wind, and that thing flaps up, hits, hits you in the back of the balls. Dude, it scares you so bad. Dude, it scares me. It scares me so bad that uh, I like slip a little. Yeah, and then yeah, it could. Listen, uh. I, I'm I'm like a dog. I don't like to shit where I eat, so I always go to a different floor in the building to go take a dump if I <laughs> if I'm gonna go laugh at myself. Because then I, I'm pretty sure that there's not unless. You know, maybe some people have the same idea that I do, but I'm pretty sure there's nobody in there, so I can just like rip one and go. Oh, wow, dude! A lot of people have your take on that. Me, oh, I'm really? proud to be an American, and I don't I don't know what that has to do with it, but I'm just proud know. to be me because at least awesome, I know man. I'm free to take really loud shits. Nice. All right, there you go. There you Glad go. you're liking the show, though. And uh, <laughs> well, and if you still back are after it. that, I guess. Yeah, but... Sorry if we if we gross you out, but uh, wow, seven eight hours of us. I don't know Ugh. how you can do that, but well, you are. have to also realize that we can never get away from it. It's like I mean, he can take breaks. He can, you know, you oh, know, good point. And stuff. Every time I open my mouth, you know, and start talking, it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> would you shut up? <laughs> You know, whatever. But, I hear you, man. All right, so now we got some limericks. We got, uh, you know okay. what? It's funny because I thought we got more, but we only got three. Um, so we are we wait. When are we? When is the contest over? Uh, I, let's just let's just do this. This is it. Did we give a date? I thought we did last time. We said like the end of the month. Oh, we did. I think so. Should should we save them then? I don't know. Well, into the into the end of September. No, we're doing them, and I'll tell you why. All right, okay. because I between all the crap we've got going on in, in yeah. uh, with even with the Demon Chaser and regular, you know, all sorts of stuff going on in uh-huh. football now that it's started, and I'm wasting so much time yeah. doing that. We're just gonna cut it off. All, all right? right, sorry. You know what? Early bird gets the worm. You know what? We should give out a prize, a signed copy of the Demon Chaser movie. Ooh. Then they'll be like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. I need. Except to I'm not going to gonna my... draw like uh, uh, butts farting and giant veiny dicks on there. Why not? It's so gross. Why not? Just because I don't have the talent. Oh, okay. There you go. I would. I would um, draw that on etch a sketch all the time if I had talent. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what we'll do is if you want to still do one, we'll send you out uh, some uh, other stuff. You yeah. know, just you know, just whatever. Because we're gonna, we'll probably keep all these and have like you know. Could ever have limericks hanging around? <laughs> yeah, people can send them in whenever they want. We ought to put it up on the Cadaver Lab site. Sure, Just send them in, we, and that's a good idea. We will do that. Yeah. Uh, except for not like immediately because uh, it's a lot of work. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all right. So we got we got one. We got two from our buddy Gracie's Poppy, and then we got one from the Wolfman. Let's start with Gracie's Poppy. All right. Hey guys, Gracie's Poppy, and I have a limerick for you. It is inspired by a certain picture that's on the uh, Cadaver Lab forums. May she rest in peace. I uh, can't do a Irish accent to save my life, but I am wearing a Kiss My Irish Dick button, so that should give me some points. Alright, Limerick. <clears throat> Let me just prepare myself. <clears throat> okay. There once was a Muppet named Sam who had his picture taken while sitting on the can. He was dressed like a tranny, just like Divine's nanny, but no one really seemed to give a damn. All right, that's it. Hope you liked it. Later. 
<laughs> oh, that that's good. a good one. That that's... is good. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the forums, I guess. I don't know. To... Anyway, next one. Hey, guys. Gracie's Pop again, and I have another limerick. This one's for Mike, so he doesn't feel left out. Uh, here we go. There once was a man who looked like a bear, though the top of his head didn't have any hair. Mike was his name, and he was really quite tame. But when it came to your ball sack, <laughs> you'd better beware. And that's that one. Later. <laughs> what does he mean by that? What, what does he know about your ball sack? Dude, don't even play coy with me. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? What? Is uh, I lost a bet to my wife. Oh and, no! I uh, did that. Well, I did that like a month ago. Oh, did, well, was the basically she won, and yeah. I had she got to trim off all my back hair. Oh really? So yeah, I'm I'm not looking like a bear anymore. I guess. Wow. Which is unfortunate. I kept it. I'm gonna go put it in somebody's burger and pretend it's oh, pubes. Oh, dude, that's so gross. Yeah, but dude, when I they saw... but they'll be all cool with it when they're like, "Oh, that wasn't pubes. That was just back hair." Oh, how silly! Dude, that reminds me of the sickest story I have ever. <laughs> been a part of okay you remember tdj of course i did you freaking love tdj i hate that oh so dude by the way just real quick that was the that was a place <laughs> i worked where i was scut sick every night in anticipation oh. that stupid ass i oh. hated it anyways so before you worked there there was a funny there was a funny kid his name was matt hayes i don't know if he worked there when you when you were there i, I don't i don't recognize that name but anyways <clears throat> so he uh he hated the same guy that you did oh yeah well, just, that's just hated his guts and this guy you know he's kind of obnoxious and he'd send us for food every single day we'd have to go pick up like breakfast and lunch and you know that kind right. of stuff which is fine because i got out of having to do paint crap because i right. got to go pick up drinks anyways he sent us to uh a place to go get some burgers <laughs> And Matt Hayes reaches down his pants and grabs, I'm not even kidding, a full handful of mane. Just oh like freaking gosh, pews. That is so and sick. And throws it on this guy's burger. Like, throws it on there. And so I'm, I'm just... Getting, I'm, yeah. Could, I'm you know, it couldn't happen to a better dude. Oh, but we go back and uh, and we're eating. And I, I just have to put myself in a corner because I'm like, I can't even stand watching him. And he he would he would sit at the table and he's reading his newspaper and he's eating his burger and he just freaking turns around and is laughing and he has that cheesy laugh so you can see his teeth. Oh, plus he's such oh I hate that. Oh my I gosh, hate his dude. face. And there was all this mayonnaise on the burger and stuff oh! like that. Like he, I mean, dude, I'm not even kidding because he showed me there were there were literally he, I mean, he had a handful. Oh of my pieces. gosh. He ended up taking like most of them off because he knew that Don would find it, but he freaking left. He left at literally like 15 pubes on this, Dude, on this that's, burger. That's and he ate it all. He ate it all. Dude, that it be, was so sick. That is the that's I think that's I, the one of the gross things ever. That's that's even worse than the the time my uncle worked at Arby's and he came back after close one night to find some dude doing a side of ham. I would Are rather catch a guy doing a side of ham than Which uncle found that? Pete. Oh. And the, yeah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, remember that time you caught that guy hey, doing the side ham? Mike I, said that you got a little lonely with the ham. Dude, oh, I what? Keep, that was someone I else? I keep forgetting sure that you and my uncle coached that, that team together. <laughs> doing a side of ham. Uh, I think I think I need to work that phrase into my vocabulary. Dude, doing a 
It's like doing a side of ham. It's salty and delicious, I'm, but I'm it's not quite the same thing. I'm going to work that in. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to report back at what people's faces look like. I work on this row of other salespeople, uh, and they talk every once in a while, and someone's going to be like, yeah, I was talking to this person, and they said this and this. I'm like, yeah, it's like doing a side of ham. Huh? <laughs> and just just see what they say. Just like just look at me like, what the hell is that guy talking about? Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I swear that... You know, it's it's amazing because working at that Mexican restaurant there, we I think we missed out on a lot because there are so many of these gross stories that I've heard. <laughs> we missed out. I mean, we had some fun stuff go on there. Like that the, was the like best the, job ever. Like the napkin shrimp, but what, but, uh, dude? The the shrimp napkin. I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you serious? I was the a fry cook, nap- dude. I was, when I was doing a fry cook, and I, you were a fry cook. I was like a fry cook and a head cook for a while. You'd already what? left. You were already gone. Oh. But anyway, it was that. during the lunch hour. Cause I, it was during uh-huh. the summer and lunch hour. So I came in and I, there was, I can't remember. There's a, there a stupid ass dishwasher that I was like, hey, dude, do you want to, do you want a shrimp? <laughs> so basically what I not. did is I battered a napkin, <laughs> stuck a shrimp tail in the back, fried it up. You know, and, and say, oh, there you go. I just, yeah, this one was just a little bit too small for us, so we didn't want to use it, and I, just, I don't like it. He ate the whole damn thing. <laughs> that is a great story. And I'm like, dude. Oh, that is so good. Like, dude, you just ate a napkin. Oh, like, you, you told him? Oh, well, well afterward, while every, while, while uh, I can't remember, OJ was laughing at him and stuff. We were oh, just my both gosh. laughing. I was like, what? So I told him. He's like, yep. Oh, I, w- I was like, yeah, this isn't very meaty, but it still tasted good. <laughs> yeah, there was no meat awesome. at all. Yeah, that is it. awesome. Wow, oh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, like I said, I bet it's not even close to this. Some of the sick shit that people have working oh, on fast food, like the guy that took a shit in the beans and stirred it up and served it at <sighs> La Frontera. What? Is that, you didn't is ever that a, hear that? That no. was one. That's when I worked at El Matador. Oh well. Okay. So so what you're saying is somebody magically came up to you and said, "Oh, somebody." No, shoot, it was in the news. It was in the news, dude. Oh. Oh. They okay. shut it down. There was fecal matter in the beans. Somebody took a shit in the oh beans my. and served it. Like, well, there was fecal matter, meaning that there was like bug shit in there or something. No, or somebody there was human took... feces in the beans. No, was that the one that was up on Main Street? Uh, there there were several around, but this one got shut down. I can't remember where oh this one was at. Gosh, but I mean, there's still sick. a lot front around. But uh, there's one sweet. right by my work. I never eat at because it's so skanky. Oh, but, the one up anyway. by my work is so good. Oh, it's dude. the original. It's so good. It's oh, probably the one that shit in the beans. That's why it's so delicious. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing better than refried, refried. Dude, dude, I'll tell exactly. I'll tell you what. Somebody is just trying to put a little because, because, like I said, nobody can just stick their thumb up your ass. They've got to get you used to it a little bit. So, so what do they do? They make you eat a little bit of shit in your beans. Listen, you know, then they get a little closer and closer, and all of a sudden you're gonna be walking around with a thumb up your ass. That's not your. They should put a sign on. There's no additives in our beans, but there's shit. They should put that in there. That's a There's great... no additives or preservatives, but there's shit. I can I can see that as as being the restaurant's motto. They're a little, yeah, okay. That's oh amazing. Gosh. I never heard of that though. So that's, yeah, that's so funny. I'm kind of glad I didn't. All right, yeah, we got a one more else from them, Rick. All right. Once Mikey he needed a hand, so he started to show up with some. They called the cadaver, filled it up with palaver, and hopes Mike could one day blow Chuck Bond. Uh, that's come true already. Little something for the Limerick contest. Hope a qualifies. That was good. I'll, I'll tell you what. It it only it only qualified because I could find palaver 
in I finally know what that means now. Okay. It is I even wrote down the the uh really? the the definition for everyone else. What is it? Noun prolonged and unnecessary discussion or verb to talk unnecessarily at length. I think well, that pretty much sums it up. Absolutely. So there you go. I think I should win just because he made me want to eat lucky charms. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still yeah, no doubt. I'm still actually wondering uh how bad the shit taste would have been in that. <laughs> it was mixed with beans, dude. Best beans ever. Oh, dude, no doubt. You know, there isn't was... much you couldn't hide in there, by the way. Well, because like, those... if you took a if you took a shit in the beans every day, it would the beans would taste like what you ate earlier in the day. So you get different flavored beans every day. <laughs> dude, that's that's that awesome. Is awful. Isn't that isn't that like the greatest idea ever? No, that's terrible. Oh, oh. No, but here it is, uh, uh, Gracie's Poppy, and uh, that was the Wolfman. And uh, but no, I'll, I'll send you guys both out some. Uh, email me your addresses, and we'll, we'll yeah. get that stuff out too. It should be awesome. absolutely. Th- those were those were fantastic. Oh my gosh! By the way, we've talked a lot about. There's been a lot of palaver, if you will. This yes. Episode to this point. forty-five minutes in. What in the world? Are you is shitting problem? me? No. Holy hell! All right, so let's take a quick break. We'll play the trailer, and we'll come back and talk about the woman. All right. Dogs yet? Are things at school, kiddo? What kind of cookie do you want? I want a little man. Scratch anything? You'll see. This is our project, and it's a secret. What are we gonna do with her? We're gonna help her. We're gonna train her, civilize her, free her from herself, from her baser instincts. Everyone, keep your distance. Are you sure you're not overextending? Have you ever known me to let things get out of hand? Alright, so we're back. The Woman from 2011. IMDb gave it a... 6.5. Oh, you already saw it. I did see that one. <laughs> uh, directed by Lucky McKee. You know what? Known for... May. You know, he, he's he's kind of become a... Um, I guess, a, I don't want to say Masters of Horror. I mean, he has done a Masters of Horror episode of Sick Girl. But I mean, he has kind of become a... a kind of a name synonymous with horror and just bizarre movies. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, like with May, you know, he actually starred in a movie also called Roman. I think we've talked about Roman. Or I think me and Johnny actually talked about Roman. I haven't. Yeah, we haven't done it here. Roman is basically a similar tale to May where um, Lucky McKee starred in it and Angela Bettis actually, who, who played May, actually directed mm-hmm. it. Oh, interesting. So it was, it was really cool. 
Um, he also did The Woods with uh, Bruce the Deuce. You're, I bet that was hard for your six degrees. And uh, he's also done Red, which was another Ketchum adaptation. Uh, just like, Wait a uh, second. He's done a movie with Bruce Campbell. Are you serious? Yeah. He directed The Woods. That you know, you know the lady at the very beginning that needed to sell her I've house? I've never seen The Woods. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Is it? Dude, so you know that lady who, uh, who came in, she's like, I need to sell my house. And he's like, well, I'll give you a good deal, but you're not going to get a million or whatever. That lady was in The Woods with Bruce Campbell. Oh, oh, wait a second. Which, in The Woman? You're talking about a girl in The Woman? Uh, yeah, the, in The Woman, when yeah. they're at that barbecue in the in the first place, a lady yeah. comes up and says, I need to sell my house. She's that kind of oh, older lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also in a movie called The Woods oh. with Bruce. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I didn't go that route this time. I went through, through uh, Kirsten Dunst again. Well, duh. We'd hate for you to, like, break that tradition. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's so true though. I mean, every time I do, I'm like, oh, I probably should try and get a little more creative. Uh, Actually, uh, for this one, Lucky McKee and Jack Ketchum worked together. Remember Jack Ketchum? Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. I read the I read one of his books, The Lost. Um, That was the first movie we did on the podcast. Oh, dude, that was a pretty that was a pretty wicked one. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting that uh, you know we'll talk about it a little bit later. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of similar themes from his movies, The Girl Next Door, and stuff like that, in, in uh, wrapped into this one. We, and you know, I've noticed too that there is there is some kind. Well, and I, I'm not saying I've seen all of his adaptations or read mm-hmm. all of his books. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you look at this one, you look at Lost, you look at The Girl Next Door, and even Red to a to a certain point, it's all about. It's all about somebody like being a bully to someone else, kind of. Yeah. You know, and yep. you know, and, and just kind of how that plays out. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, because I mean, and, and he also did a movie. He also wrote a book for a movie called Offspring, which was I think a Ghost House release a little while back, or it was either that. Angela Bettis was in that too, right? Was she? I don't know. I haven't. She seen... was because when I did the IMDb, it's oh no. No, no, no. Hold on a second. No, it was uh, the girl, the Pollyanna Mac- McIntosh. McIntosh. Yep, she was in that. You know what the thing is about the off, or it's just called Offspring, is that that was actually um, kind of in this story. I mean, it was Pollyanna, or the woman in this one was the last from a last of a, a band of like feral people mm. For, uh, mm. talked about in the movie of The Offspring, which is kind of a cannibal movie and whatever, I guess. Like I said, I haven't seen it and I heard it's really shitty, but after watching this movie, it makes me want to check it out at least. Hmm. But he, he, one way or another, Jack Ketchum knows how to make, make disturbing stories. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. About. Yeah. Uh, this one starred Angela Bettis. Shock for a Lucky McKee movie is Bell Cleek. Sean Bridgers is Chris Cleek. Uh, Lauren Ashley Carter in Peggy Cleek. Uh, wasn't she also in Twilight? Oh, was she? Oh no, I was. I, I was hoping you'd say no. That was someone else, and I would have. No, I have no you. idea. <laughs> Sorry, you see more Twilight than I have, dude. Oh, that's bullshit. You have. That's bullshit. You've seen them all, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, I have not. <laughs> so you've seen more <laughs> than me, dude. You just emasculated me in front of all our listeners. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, you were trying to. You were trying to uh, vag trap me. There. I was. That was awesome. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Zach Rand played. Brian Cleek, uh, Shyla Mulhusen as Darlin Cleek, and Pollyanna mm. McIntosh as the woman. Yeah. Basically, this story, like I said, it, it's kind of a what happens after the offspring. Um, uh, there, I guess in that one, there's a bunch of like a whole society or a whole group of feral people living out in the woods. And in the beginning of this movie, we see a girl running around. 
you know, kind of showing us a little bit how she lives, and she lives off the land, you know, kind of by mm-hmm. just in crazy and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the difference between this movie and uh, Offspring is, and, and like I said, I don't know because I haven't seen it, so I'm talking out of my ass, but I think that this, this uh, that one was kind of a study about which is more savage, the feral people or or the the polite society, and there was some of that in this too, but, but uh, Pollyanna McIntosh actually, I guess, played the same, uh, the same character in both, mm. but which is bizarre because what a character, right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so we're introduced to the cliques. You know, ha- I, they look happy enough on the on the surface. He the the dad is like a, a country lawyer. He you know they just they kind of seem to be living the dream. You know, they have mm-hmm. a, a nice house. You know, they have a bunch of land up there. He goes out and does all his fun hunting and, and fishing and whatever. And, uh, you know, he kind of, it's kind of in a town where everybody knows everybody almost, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, but early in the movie, we find out, uh, we just get, you can kind of tell that he's kind of a chauvinistic asshole. Uh, you know, the way he talks to his well, wife and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 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 I mean, well, cause remember he was like, Oh, I wonder how them wieners are doing. She's like, I don't know. And he gives her a look. I'll go check. Yeah, it was it was right there on the under the surface. Uh, yeah, that he was chauvinist. Yeah, no, it was no. I mean, it was overt, but right. You're right. No, you're right because he does. He has those comments all the time, and you can kind of see it coming. Well, you it, don't know to what extent. No, well, especially not at that point. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'll tell you what. One of my favorite parts of this whole movie is Angela Bettis. Um, in that scene, she comes up. She's talking to him. You think everything's fine. But then he kind of comes down on her a little bit. Well, why don't you mm-hmm. go look or whatever? Or yeah. just gives her that look and she says, oh, I'll go check it out. Then, But then all of a sudden she kind of takes the, the stance and the, like the like the body language of, uh, you know, kind of a battered wife, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, okay. You know, that, it's pretty harsh stuff going on. What a douche. But you don't, you don't even realize yet. You don't even know yet, people. Well, and, that, and that's kind of what I liked about how this was done. I mean – I took it. I took the stance, even though this was a really bummer of a movie, that it was so well done. In that there was just this huge amount of tension underneath everything. I didn't. Right. I knew that he was a control guy, and that his family thought he was a control guy. But I, you don't realize. You wonder how bad it is. Like well, there's different scenes in the movie where you're like, "Is what I think going to happen going to happen?" That would be absolutely terrible. Well, and, you know, and how, plus how far, it's like, how far are they going to take this? He does these things and then he has so much control over his family that he just brings them along and tells them to do yeah, stuff. Right. It's, I mean, well, we could talk about that more, but it's like, who has the balls to do that? And the, the thing is, is the guy just kind of looks like a dopey, mm-hmm. um, you know, skinny douchebag. It's funny because yep. Brian from Hamicus thinks he looks like Will Ferrell. He's like, he couldn't get over the fact that this guy reminded him of Will Ferrell yeah, he the does whole a time. Bit. So. But yeah. uh, anyway, so, I mean, I guess the mom stays at home and stuff like that. And he, so he kind of keeps them all under his thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the high school girl or the, the oldest daughter's in high school, brother, maybe in junior high and then a young daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I mean, there are a bunch of scenes, especially in the beginning, where there's just all of a sudden just some creepy, I don't know, back and forth conversations, things like that, interactions when, you know, when no uh, – company is around you know and he's kind of like he doesn't have to put on that that uh i'm a normal guy face you know um i mean there's i mean and we get the further we get into we find out the kids are like the boys kind of a kind of a uh, sociopath a little bit just kind of a dick Mm -hmm. and then the girl is just out of her out of her mind depressed 
Yeah. You know, and, and you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, so one day Mr. Cleek goes hunting. He uh, sees a woman bathing and eating a fish, you know, yep. and he's like, it's, it's weird how they play it out because it was supposed to kind of like you could, it was supposed to show that he was like getting turned on and whatever, um, you know, because he kept picturing her with the, her shirt off when she got dressed mm-hmm. again. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't want to be a douchebag, but uh, didn't, what was your first reaction to seeing her? And, like, seeing her is like he is, is sexualized, like he She's did. not attractive. She was, she was not attractive. Well, just um, think how stanky it was down there. Well, that that's what I mean. There, it was weird because they, and I still don't know how this resolved because it kind of showed flashbacks of her when they started and she had a baby and a kid yeah, and who, stuff like that. What happened to the baby? I don't, I don't know. know I don't know. Somebody I, can help us out with well, the whole time I was like, you know, because she gets locked up. I'm like, what happened to that baby? I'm not even sure what was, you know, what was going on with that. But, yeah, dude, not attractive at all and just kind of gross. You're just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, so filthy. She was bathing, but, I mean, the stuff wasn't even coming off. Well, plus like all the, the stuff the on her teeth filth. and her face oh, yeah. and stuff like that it was really yeah. gross. But, you know, in his mind, he's got this this uh, this woman who doesn't conform to anything. Right. And he's going he's, he's gonna to be determined to try and get her to conform. And, uh, at least well, I think it's just another family. power trip. I mean, here's this, here's this girl that does whatever she wants. She yeah. basically, he ends up just say, you know, capturing her, taking, taking her home and saying, listen, we have a new project. We're going to make this person civilized. We're in, in, in you know, translated, we're going to make this another one of my minions, I guess. One, one of the people who's scared of me and I can boss around and, you know, do whatever I want to her, which we find out a little bit later. And duh, right. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. Well, it kind of reminded me of Jennifer, that Masters of Oh, War. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. How you had this weird, that. you know, this ugly-looking creature thing that ends up uh, um, coming to live with, with oh, the I one guy. About that. Yeah, that I mean, is... kind of in a way, in a, in a, in a weird sure. way. It's kind of, kind of the same. But this, obviously, the feral woman goes against her will. She ends up having to get locked up. Well, so... And yeah, just like you said, I mean, they come. He brings her home after after he had his family clean out the cellar. You know, he brings her home, puts them in these like crazy sex bondage, type, you know, type things. Is what it reminded me of. At least that's what I have in my cellar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, oh yeah, sure. Definitely recognize the brand. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, in there, and, and basically, he just like the rest of the movie, we see you know him trying to what happens when. You know, she doesn't do what he wants. You know, he beats and tortures her. We see how the family is kind of falling apart. We see how each of the individual family members kind of reacts to, to what's going on. You know, and the bizarre thing is, is the first time that, that he brings him, he brings the family down and, he, and there is this lady that's just like shackled up there. You know, it's like the, their reaction was like they, they, they weren't freaking out. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of waiting for the you know the other shoe to fall or whatever. I don't know. Well, and you kind of find out why at the end. Um, you know this this guy is just he just oh, yeah. operates on a different frequency, and they're just along for it. And he he's abusive. Yeah. And um, you know you see it just kind of builds and builds throughout the movie. And like I said, that what I liked about it was that I, it, it really made me think, and and I was ashamed to think about how far the abuse goes. You know what I mean? Like there was one scene in particular mm-hmm. where he goes in and his daughter Peg has just been depressed, right. and and she's showing all the signs of being pregnant, right? And and the teachers worried about it. There's been conversations between teachers and mm-hmm. things like that, and so you, you kind of have this in the back of your mind. She's sitting on her bed. He goes in 
and sits on the bed and starts talking to her about how she'll be feeling better when she goes to college and she has right. a whole life ahead of him. And in my mind, I'm like, is he going to freaking rape his own daughter right now? Is he, is he going to, is this, is this why she's looking so tense? And then you can see in the background, Angela Bettis comes up behind him almost like, well, I'm going to make sure you don't. Right. And so, but still there's, there hasn't been, you can, he's made some comments and stuff and he's had the weird behavior with the woman knocked or locked up down there, but there hasn't been any abuse. And so they walk into the room and, and there hasn't been anything. And, and, and Angela Bettis says, I really don't think that we should, you think it's a good idea? And she's in the middle of the sentence, and he slaps her across the face and gets right. into bed. And at that point, because he didn't do anything to the daughter, and so I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have even, I shouldn't have even thought that. Of course, they're not going to have him, you know, go in and, and commit incest. At but least then, not then he, in the movie. Well, yeah, or whatever. Filmed. You know, well, and, and so, but I, I thought, oh man, that was just me thinking the worst. I'm, you know, right. kind of ashamed that I even thought that. But then he goes in the very next scene, less than thirty seconds later, yeah. slaps his wife hard and gets into bed like it's, and then treats her like it's nothing. Yeah, and, and like, then I'm like, okay, to go to bed. okay, yep, this is, you know, he is a bad guy. There is abuse going on. We don't even know what kind of abuse is going on. That this is just the tip of the iceberg. With this guy. You know what? And I, and I, and we're not. I mean, I'm just skipping around. But I think mm-hmm. that one of the worst scenes for me was. Was later on in the movie, they that the, that teacher comes, you know, to confront the parents, say, "Hey, listen, you need to take care of your daughter," and whatnot. Right. And one of the creepiest moments of any movie was right there when he goes, "You know, well, well, she doesn't have a boyfriend. I would know. Are you are you accusing my son, you know, of, yeah. of, of impregnating her?" She's, she's yeah. like, "No." So are you so are you accusing me? You know, it's like, yeah. oh my hell. Yeah. Oh, it, it just really made me sick to my stomach because it's like, oh, it did, you know, because before, I mean, I, I was, I mean, I didn't, I don't, I, I kind of, you kind of know, but oh, that was, that was awful. Yeah. Oh, I mean, was. and that's going on and, and here you are, you have this, you have this, like basically this captive woman who they treat like a dog, mm-hmm. you know, oh, except for, uh, except for when they bathe her, they treat her like a Hyundai. They just like spray her with the power wash. Oh my gosh! You know, but and he just seems to be enjoying this whole thing like it's not a big deal, and he yeah. it's like he can't even see, you know what's what is wrong about the situation. I I just mm-hmm. you know it's just bizarre. And in where Brian and I kind of uh, differ is if this guy would have looked like it's you know some old redneck, or whatever, it wouldn't have been as is is I don't know if it, I don't know if it would have been like as effective be only because it's like, okay, so you have this lawyer an educated person, mm-hmm. you know, who has a family, has all this stuff. And yet he's still doing all this stuff. I mean, we've seen a lot of like hillbilly torture and rape movies and stuff like that. You know, it, that's fine. But I mean, how, how many like upstanding, you know, people, well, upstand, they, they uh, from the outside looking in, you know, but on the inside, he's like a, like an emotional terrorist, well, yeah. so I mean, this this brings us to a point, and I think we're going to talk about that that guy that ended up getting irritated at the Sundance Film Festival, mm-hmm. but the BTK killer. That guy was a church going, upstanding citizen, and, right. and it, it, you know, at nighttime he was going and, and binding, torturing, and killing women, right. and 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 you had you know, in the last little while, you have uh, women coming out saying that they've been. Uh, sit, you know, they find this little girl. Well, she's not little anymore, but she's been a sex slave for years. That's unreal. And then you have other people who've been locking their kids up in cages and in uh, in closets. The shit that we just saw in this movie 
is going on every single day. And it is those types of people where, I mean, how many times do we see a news report where some weird shit goes down? And they're like, oh, I never would have suspected. He was Dude, a, he was he, a normal guy. I even never last year, some that. guy had a, like a, like a, 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 some girl that he kidnapped for 20 years. Yeah. In his shed. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah you're right. J.C. Like, Duggard or something like that. I can't, I can't remember the name. I, I can't remember but the that, name. Where was that? I, I, it was back east somewhere. I don't know. Of course, back east. Yeah, those guys. They have a little bit of a rainstorm, and they think the world is falling down. What the? <laughs> the world freaking stops yeah, right. because there's a rain. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'll tell you what. But, my uh, power went out for a couple hours a week ago or something, and I was about uh-huh. to shit the bed. <laughs> so I can understand. Those guys, they had power through. out for days back then. I know. That would suck. My brother had to do a fantasy football draft in his car with his phone charge, his cell phone charging in his car. Man, life sucks. Doesn't it just, it's terrible. I felt in so his car? Bad. Come yeah. on. <laughs> he couldn't even see who was being drafted. Oh, it was just a dumb Dude. Mess. But uh, no, getting back to it though, that's, you know, for this, for that guy, and we'll talk about it in a minute, for him to whine about how that movie was, was, uh, you know, abhorrent <laughs> and that it was, it was so terrible and, and, it, and it really put women in a bad light. Listen, jackass. If you're going to put your head in the sand that you don't think this shit's going on everywhere else, then you're an idiot. Well, and you know, here, and the thing is, is well, here, let's let's play that clip real quick, okay. just so people know what we're talking about. Okay. Are you with the, the team? Let's go outside. They, they were still here watching the film. Okay. Well, let's get you There's a number of people that also came out. One, it was so sick, she, she fell. We had to get paramedics. I totally understand that, but at the same you know, time, this is not humane. This yeah, but at the same time, there's what there, value we is give it? the discretion of the filmmakers. We tell you, hey, by the way, we're not writing these films. These are people who have decided to make these films. I'd like to know who decided to have this shown here. We don't have to tell you that. Let's talk about let's it. Let's walk. Though. Let's, to, let's keep walking. To, who is this camera with? Who are you with? I don't know who she's with, but let's start going this way. Thank okay. you very much. <laughs> She's a part that Sundance has done something like this. this bullshit. We need to get him out of the theater. No, he's out of the theater. Okay? I've been in a lot of films. I've been in about 40 films myself. I've seen a lot of films in my life. This is not art. This is bullshit. This is degradation of women in the absolute way. I'm speaking my mind here. You want to, to edit me? You know, I would say this ought to be, this film ought to be confiscated, burned. There's no value in showing this to anyone. Now, you say I'm the bad guy. Some of these people there think I'm the bad guy. And I'm trying to. We understand that you. you Did you hear the way those people treated me when I sat down? I don't want to sit by you. You don't want to listen to anybody either. You know what? And I'm listening to you, but you're not listening to me. All I'm saying is it's their time to express their opinion. And I know you want to express your opinion, but when your time is, we'll sit down and listen to you. Unfortunately, you don't want to listen to anybody. I'm asking you if we can just call it a night. That's it. Simple. Plain and simple. And I, and I respect your opinion. You are saying I don't want to listen to anyone. I said I want to listen to hear what, where they're coming from to create this. Sir, you understand what I'm talking about. And you won't let me listen to that. Well, because you're, you're, you're upset and you're expressing your opinion without letting other people express their opinion. People who Does this not? Did you watch this film? No, unfortunately, I didn't because I was bored. Okay, you don't have a clue how upsetting it is. I could only. It imagine. is disgusting. Yeah. You see this one woman? She passed out in disgust. I think these are your folks here. 
I mean, that is disgusting. I don't know how to my paper. Now, you're, you're part of the Sundance, I guess. You're not part of this film. I'm not part of this film. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to make your job a problem. It's just... It was just one too many things. What do you do with this kind of, a, kind of crap? I mean, this is really disgusting. It's not art. I don't know what to do with it. There's a debate that ought to be taken. There's limits that ought to be taken in our civilization, quote unquote, as they say. This isn't civilization, this belongs. And I know you're the wrong one to talk about. You're the poor what we just saw. I didn't watch any of it. We've been working. We're just trying to make operations close. Such abuse to women, I've never seen. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine who imagines this kind of stuff, you know. And I'm not gonna lie here, I appreciate your opinion because I could see I could see the emotion in you. Unfortunately. I couldn't take it, I couldn't stay anymore. I tried. I had I I just I stood up to leave and I I said I gotta try and stay. You know, I maybe I'll go to sleep. I couldn't take it. I had to leave. It's no different than the applause or the hollering or the screaming that the others express themselves. And then when we try to express ourselves... They cheered for women being beaten up, abused, raped, boys being taught to rape. They're cheering for that. I'm saying that's sick, and I'm the bad person that gets taken out. The ones that cheered for the abuse of women, they ought to be hauled out. I understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand And besides, that. this is supposed to be a, an exchange of comment in the yeah. venue that we're invited to. You can only to. exchange if you we honor the abuse that they just portrayed. If you're against the abuse they portrayed, no, you get about, hauled out. I didn't, I didn't abuse anybody. I'm just now, speaking now, out. To be honest with you, and sir, I asked some questions, sir, and you hauled me sir, out. Sir, to be honest with you, if you would have been able to control that anger... I that, can control can, it. Can, can I finish my sentence? Now? I doubt it. <laughs> see? Thank you. Yeah. It's called it. You know? You didn't see this. I know you're you. not qualified no, not because you didn't see I'm this. I'm very qualified. Okay, go and, ahead. And like no, you didn't see this crap. I dare bet you've never okay, seen anything this crap. Can, can we please call it? Oh, you're not with these people. I'll let you speak. I'm sorry. No, 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 we, need to go. Go. we need to get off the audience. He's being incredibly polite and magnanimous, sir. And, and you're, you're being rude at this point to a man who's actually trying to give you the opportunity to speak your mind. I know you're adamant about this, whether it's right or wrong, that doesn't matter, but this man is being very polite and cordial at this point, and you are the one who's being disrespectful. I don't want to that's the end of the conversation. Sir, that's, it, that's not the point out. in this conversation right now. Right? No, it wasn't that. It, was, it, was, it just wasn't your time to speak, and if you would have been able to hold that energy and hold that anger and ask the question and maybe express how you felt, Absolutely. we wouldn't have, if it was on a professional matter, we would have never said anything, and we do apologize for that. But at the same time, when it becomes a disturbance, I have to stop that because my understand. job is to make sure operations run smooth. I understand. That and film was terribly disturbing. It, it, that has, Very disturbing. He okay. didn't make the film. Not on a right. He's he's, he's <laughs> doing exactly. his job. Uh, let me it's apologize to you, but let me nice tell you. Let me confess. That's nice, sir. You're right. But can we keep? I was. Yeah, yeah, why, why not? Let's go for a walk. pornographic if I was able to sincerely feel and say that way. Yeah. Because I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I can see it because you're showing me your emotions. You're either lucky or disqualified because you haven't seen that crap. 
I, I looked, I said, I don't want this crap on my mind anymore. And what value does it have for any human being in this society to see that? There's no value. I, that's one question I'd like to ask the director or whoever put this crap together. What value can you imagine that it has for even any one person to see? Stop recording now. The opening scene was. Anyway, so basically, what the problem that guy had? What I mean, I don't know if it had anything to do with. Oh, this isn't going on. He's just thinking. Oh, this is just, this is just uh, torture and and whatever. And it doesn't have any artistic value. First of all, who are you to say effer? Second yeah. of all, you know, um, where have you been? If this is yeah. that disturbing to you, where I mean, this guy was claiming, oh, I'm in, I'm in forty movies and this and that. But it's like, dude, you know. Yeah, but watch the news. Yeah, ex well, this, and, this and stuff that's is going saying. on around you, I, and and, that's and true this too. movie. Well, well, yeah, it is a bummer because that's that stuff's going on, and I mean, I mean, it doesn't end happy and everything else like that. That's this stuff's going around, and at least there was some some uh, well, some revenge there at the end. Well, and let me ask you something. So he was saying it's kind of a sexist and misogynist type of deal. You know, I think they were pretty clear that this guy doing all these terrible things was a bad dude. They didn't Absolutely. like show him, you know, getting, getting, you know, finding a, the good in him at the end and you no. know, whatever. No. In no. fact, you, you find exact, you find out exactly where that guy stands in his little monologue at the end of the movie, when he's talking to that teacher, Oh right. um, uh, when, when, when he takes off his mask and, and she sees for what he is and then yep. he's, you know, he's, he says exactly what he thinks they're and that's, good for that's one thing you know. all this yeah time. that's exactly when or no he, oh he's talking to his daughter at that point yeah that's what right. he's doing he's talking to his daughter um and, and so you find out exactly where he stands and you know what that that's not there's no redeeming yeah they don't try that. to redeem him at no. all i mean this is no i think i think that the that to me this was about um a bully in essence yeah. i mean like a yeah. like a very extreme obvious obviously extreme case of one but the thing is is that's really all it is and you mm -hmm. know it basically a psycho who who you know can't can't stand but be in control of everything and everything you know and not only control but to demean everything around right. him you know right. i mean because i this is actually the second time i watched it and uh it turns out that you know he's he's been doing i mean this isn't the first time that he's been doing stuff like this yeah. and also we see a time at work where he's at work where he's actually you know pulling some shady deals right you know and all that stuff and i didn't notice the shady deal thing the first time i watched it. i didn't notice that either so i i just because i just kept wondering oh my gosh what's he going to do is he going to try and take advantage of that secretary i don't you know i was waiting for that deviant stuff and so i didn't pay attention to really what he was even talking about well you know what he did in essence he he was the one that actually bought that house that the lady wanted money for but he be lowballed her oh. for it you know, so that's what that whole thing was. Mm. You know, I mean, so, I mean, basically, there's no doubt in anybody's mind that this guy's lower than scum and yeah. basically deserved, you know, I, I don't, I honestly don't think for one second that there was, I, I mean, okay, it showed, it showed a woman being beaten and tortured. It did. And, you know, kind not of. No, well, not only by, well, <sighs> The, the Being chained up, stuff. the thing is, is, and also the little the little boy went down there and did it himself too, because he's turning into the same cycle that his, that his dad is, you know. Well, but so so during those points though, and and this is where I I disagree with what that guy said. Mm -hmm. They weren't overtly violent. 
it was it was all inferred. I mean, they didn't show like a whole bunch of terrible flesh, blood, you know, the, no. the violence and stuff. I mean, it was kind of from a different key. You knew it was going on. Well, but, and there, but there he was wasn't, a they little bit they of gore at the end. But I, no, no, no. I know that at the end, but I'm talking about like the parts where he was saying that it objectified women and all that other stuff. Did, objectified women? Or whatever he was saying. No, no, no. I'm it. just saying that is bizarre. What? I think that's so far off the... the so do I. You know, I mean, not even close. I think he had his wife whispering in his ear. Well, and I also wondered if this was a PR stunt, the whole thing. And he was, uh, because he's such a great actor, because he's been in 40 films, that he was just... You know, this is yeah, all a big act. No, that could be, and shame on them if they did, because that's just dumb. Well, it, it, you know, and every once in a while, I start to get pissed off when I feel myself thinking, "Wow, what a dick bag!" I, I think to myself, you know, he probably got paid to do it. Well, and if know. that's the case, then that's that sucks. Because I literally anybody who's seen like any kind of horror movie, um, the gore wasn't bad. I mean, the themes were sick and they were dark and they were twisted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this this really thematically was awful but other than that i mean it was it wasn't tame but it wasn't you know not even i mean there was stuff that happened like in uh, last house on the left and you know yeah. all that stuff from be- even back in the day was way yeah. worse than this yeah yeah you know i but i i don't i think those were different kinds of movies this was just mm-hmm. about i mean i guess you could kind of see this as a rape revenge as well but mm-hmm. i i think this one sp- instead of spins you know whereas you know uh the you know we get to know more characters in like the the girl's parents in last house on the left and you know i spit on your grave with her herself we mm-hmm. just were kind of shown this guy's mind you right. know what's going on in his mind and it's it ain't pretty right but i don't know i you know it, this is another one of those where it's hard to really say yo i really liked it but I mean, there's it had a lot going for it. Angela Bettis, I think, does a spectacular job. Mm-hmm. Like I said, of playing the battered woman. Her body mm-hmm. language was like really creepy. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And also, one thing that I think that uh, I put down here is uh, the the Pollyanna McIntosh who played the woman. Every sometimes when you have to play a part like that. Every once in a while, and I kind of, I, I think this, like, remember on The Fifth Element with Lilu? Yeah. You could kind of tell when she was talking to gibberish that she was just kind of acting and whatever. Right. You know, just kind of like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of cheesy. But I don't know, I didn't get that from her, from Pollyanna in this. What do you think? No, I, I agree with that. You know, I, I thought it was a shame that they had to get Pollyanna and make her all up. Because if they would have just got Michelle Rodriguez rolling out of bed, <laughs> dude, we would have the same shit, man. Sick. I'll tell Without you. even any makeup or any of that. Oh, that's freaking rude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what's so, so funny is that that, uh, that girl is, like, really attractive in real life. Kind of. Well, relatively to what she looked like there no absolutely no absolutely i I saw those pictures i'm like wow okay no she was in a couple of other movies too like uh i can't remember dead lake effect or something i can't remember oh yeah she's actually been in a movie that i've seen but i I can't remember what it is i just Mm -hmm. i didn't recognize her obviously but i don't know i i'll tell you what how would you like to be land of the lost land of the lost oh will will ferrell oh really yep she was in that What'd she play? Like a cave woman? Like one of the yeah, one of those cave women. Well, maybe maybe she's typecasting. <laughs> but uh, you know, and th- there were a couple of things. I, this wasn't 
this wasn't, in my opinion, the the, the perfect movie by by any stretch. No, because like t- you said, we don't even know what happened to that baby. Right. Well, the, I, I there's a couple of things I have a problem with, and th- I think this is just kind of what Lucky the, Lucky McKee's deal. Um, mm-hmm. In all of his movies, well, not in all of them since I haven't seen them all really, but in like Roman and May and this one especially, uh, he has a very distinct sound design philosophy i guess you know mm-hmm. um i mean it's like it's almost like i could hear a movie going on in the background without seeing it without knowing it's one of his and i could tell it's one of his mm-hmm. um well first of all you have that crappy like alternative pop oh, music yeah. going on yeah and it's like in in two times in this movie they played that with this guy's like crying he obviously never had a male influence in his life because he's singing this crappy whiny music and you know, and in the background, there's you know, like at one time the daughter was crying because yep. you know she was just so depressed, and you know, and that's fine. You, you can get away with that once, but you do it two times with the same shitty music. I mean, I have a yeah. problem with it. Well, did you see the end credits to what I was to what I was talking uh-uh. about? No. Yeah, oh, so, you mean you mean the the very end thing with the with the with the youngest daughter? Yeah. What was that? I don't know, dude. It was like a little one minute short of some sort of weird. I don't even know because I was I don't I don't know what what I was doing but I was fast forwarding it and it just the the end of the movie I don't know why I didn't just stop it but I it made it all the way through that and I just kind of saw it in quick motion and I was too tired to get up and look at it. Yeah, that was bizarre. I don't even know what that was. Uh, I, I wonder if it's just like her new life. You know, not that we're spoiling anything. Um, also with the sound, I got a couple more things about the sound. They yeah. I one thing I don't like. And, and well, it's not that I don't like it, but it's I think it's too obvious. And he used it more than once again. And this is he'll play this music or, or something, or play like a sound in the background. And right when something that that happens that he wants to make a real emphasis on, he'll just cut the music. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're like, oh, something important right. just happened. I better take a note on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, but the one thing I do like about his sound, the way he does sound is sometimes it's like so eerily quiet that it seems like you you it's emphasizes like the little clicks of the chain or or mm-hmm. breathing or you know somebody smacking their lips or footsteps, you know, just stuff like that that usually doesn't register in right. like your re- everyday, you know, whatever. Um and I think that just kind of heightens the scent that is supposed to mean like it, senses are heightened or, or whatever. I don't really know. But uh, I also like how every once in a while he'll use like a ringing or staticky background noise to, mm. to, you know, bring in the tension or whatever. But I don't know. I still, that, that kind of, that music just kind of is rough for me to listen to. Yeah, I don't like that kind of music. I would never listen to that. I would never, I mean, I would never well, there's put a, that on There's a lot of music in movies that I would never really listen to that fits. But it, that's it's like the, that's it's like like the, the same annoying... thing though, the whole movie. But it is because if you looked at the credits, it was all of it was sung by the same person. Same yeah, I didn't. And, and it's just it, it's just annoying. I just don't like that type of music at all. It reminds okay. me of whiny teenage girls. <laughs> except for it's a whiny teenage dude. Except for he's probably in his thirties. Yeah, but I hear you. Uh, I I I know exa- the the kind of music makes me like it just makes me want to smack people around and say kind of like that uh, kind of like that one commercial with <laughs> that one guy. What do you say? Uh, you need to pick yourself up from Mamby Pamby Land and blah blah oh, yeah. blah. You know, I yeah. can't remember what it is, but kind of reminds just... me of uh, you know, every time I, I hear music like that, do you know what that reminds me of? What the the our moving days when we used to be a Bruce Allied and we worked with a guy named Colin. Oh yeah, 
And he would call. He would call any music like that. College, college music because he freaking hated it. He, <laughs> well, he, at least he, our he stuff won. was like dark and brooding and emotional, like Alice in Chains. No, absolutely. <laughs> but he freaking hated any music that was like played on X ninety six. Yeah, but he also he also listened to like like thirty minute long remixes of KMFDM's Light. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That dude was a—he was the first one that introduced me to raves. Oh yeah, well you know, yeah. he taught us a thing or two, but no, he did. But I, not that's about what I think not of. about gayness, guys. Come on, that's, we learned that on our own. Whoop. That's right. No, but I every time I hear music like that, I think of calling calling stuff college music. I mean, that's freaking college I, music. I, th- I think of the same damn thing, especially now that we're like his age. So for he was, yeah. he was probably younger than back then than we are now, but yeah. I don't know. And listen, the, the the end of this movie, there's there's a point where all of a sudden all all hell breaks loose and just all this crazy shit starts happening. And you know, I I don't really want to give it away or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it, is it shocking? I don't know if it's shocking. It's interesting. Would it make me run out of? You a knew sudden? it was going to happen. Well, you, you knew, I knew. You knew well, you knew she was going to get away. Yeah, and, and start doing. The, but I mean, about the dogs and. You know, and, and yeah, that was like bizarre. That, that was like, out of left field. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah well, and also w- with the teacher when when she the teacher comes and it's like how you know, and that that was actually one part where the cinematography really struck me because it's like it, the, she's sitting down, they're all kind of talking in the living room, mm-hmm. and the camera's like looking at him all on the same level. But once it starts to get a little tense, he stands up, and then oh, you're getting yeah. the, you're getting this camera shot looking down on her. That's right. And all of a sudden, she starts to look smaller and vulnerable yeah. and weak. You know, and that's probably cinematography one one one. You know, I mean, right. I don't know. I mean, it seems to make a lot of sense, but it really kind of stuck out to me in this yep. film here. You know, in, in some of the final scenes especially when, when mm-hmm. you're just like how bad can this be how bad can this end up getting and you know right. i don't know it gets it gets pretty bad but uh yeah i don't know i don't know so what'd you think man i i thought like i said it was a bummer um of a movie but but it was it was stuff that's you know, i didn't see anything in there that we don't hear about on the news you hear about you hear about a dad beheading his son and then right. running out and putting his head on the railroad tracks to commit suicide well, I have not the, heard that one. Yeah, that was back east. You hear about crap like that. You hear about east. people go, yeah, those damn Easterners. <laughs> you hear about people uh, walking into IHOPs and shooting, you know, gunning people down huh. uh, for no reason, inflicting their their own That's violence and their own depression. Sucks. Well, I, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> so, you know, I from from going from that to watching this movie, yeah, it was hard to watch, and I'm not going to watch that movie again just because it was it was pretty depressing, but. Right. You know, I, I would I would recommend it to people who like to fit, like to see those kind of movies where there's there's some tension and you know makes you think about about how things are going and you know the fact that this guy looked like an average dude and wasn't some weird looking scary guy just makes you realize that your neighbor next door could be a freaking psycho. Right. You, you just you just don't know. You have to be careful about stuff. You know, I mean, I don't. I I'm I almost sound like I'm just totally raving about this movie, but mm-hmm. but I thought about this movie in in context of a Serbian film. I go, well, what's the what's the difference? Well, you don't need to see it. It's yeah. Stupid. But in in a Serbian film, I kept thinking to myself, oh, what's the you know this is silly. What's the worst thing we can think of, and we'll throw it oh. in there to just blatantly try to shock you. Um, this had a lot of shocking things and us talking about it. And if we talked about some of the stuff towards the end, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it might sound like they were going for similar, you know, but, but they handled it a lot differently. Mm-hmm. It's like, they didn't like, 
like prepare you for what's about to happen and then you know the the gee god this is what happened it's so disturbing it just yeah. happened you know this and it didn't it, this was a lot i mean i don't the difference is i don't think that you know how we've been watching a bunch of exploitation flicks where oh there's there's boobies for boobies sake there's 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 violence for violence sake i don't feel like this fits in that thing mm-hmm. i think this is more of a serious attempt at really showing uh really depress uh, you know adapting a really depressing story mm-hmm. you know i mean i i don't think that there was anything that was in there that was i mean even you know even there there's a rape scene we we you don't see i mean it's not you know what's going you, you know on, what's for sure, going on, but you right. don't see anything. You know, there's and you, and you don't need to, but you get the idea exactly. Well, and it's just as disturbing, you know, mm-hmm. as as you you know you see what's going on, and then you 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 know when he's when when the dad's out in the barn raping the the woman, and you know, and then there's the the then cue the uh, the really sensitive alt pop, and then the mom's crying in the bed because she knows what's going on, but she's pretending yep. to sleep so she doesn't rock the boat because she'll get the shit beat out of her. Right. You know, and I, I, you know all those things put together is you know it's pretty gut wrenching. Yep. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, I learned a couple things. What did you learn? I learned that this should have been uh, if this was a if this was a teen comedy, it would have been she's all that. Because uh, when they clean her up and uh, she's like suddenly totally hot instead of like kind of nerdy and then kind of nerdy hot then like really hot. Oh, that's funny. You know, see what I'm saying? You, you change yeah. the movie around and all of a sudden it's she's all that. <laughs> uh, I learned that uh, touching yourself while touching a booby uh, causes all hell to break loose. Oh, my gosh. Because that from that the... point on, it just went downhill. Yes, it did. Uh, that's see. what ended the movie. Well, I'll tell you what though. Once once that happened, and once the, the that was another disturbing part too. Anyways, I, I don't know if we want to talk about that part just because we we um, we given so much away. But um, I also last thing I learned was I learned what anopathalmia was. Oh my gosh, is that what they were saying? Yeah. Well, remember, okay. So basically, I, I, I couldn't understand what they kept saying. Well. Well, it's a congenial absence of one or both eyes. Oh, really? It's so funny because in, in, to explain this part, I mean, there's uh, there, apparently even we don't know what's going on. To, we don't know if this is going on until later on in the movie, but apparently there's something going on with the dogs that's just like heinous and nobody talks about it, whatever. Apparently he's got this like kid in there that has this anophthalmia or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he's, you know, in... You know, I, this is a real spoiler alert. We should have, I should have handled this a little bit better. But um, basically, he throws the teacher in with the quote-unquote dogs, and they just start to tear her apart. And he starts yelling like, uh, can you say anophthalmia? Yeah. It's like, well, that was that was kind of a part where I'm like, why why would you say that? Right. First of all, they're not going to say, what the hell's anophthalmia? And number two, it's not as if it's anophthalmia or whatever it is that's actually killing her. It's just a blind kid that thinks he's a dog. Yeah. I, I, that was one part where I was just like, oh, geez. I don't know if anybody would actually yell that. <laughs> but I did learn I, what it was. Well, and I, I learned that hot teachers are teases. Oh, yeah. Should Dude, uh, make all, you bust your zipper. Every damn one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, is that I all you got? That's I got some I got. who else said that. Holy crap, I got a lot of them. Nice, dude. I didn't think I got them. Okay, uh, 
I guess next time we need to use Rubbermaid. That was when Sam dropped the glass pitcher where he stored a semen collection all over the kitchen floor and it shattered. <laughs> Sick, dude. Uh, I'd have made you pop your zipper. Uh, that was actually a Viagra pill. Uh, said it to me the time I was wearing some skinny jeans and thought it would be funny to walk around with the heart on. <laughs> but then I changed my mind because, uh, you know, the, the, the pill actually told me it might have not been a good idea. That's good. I'm glad that talks to you, dude. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, have you ever known me to let things get out of hand, Dorothy? Uh, that was the Lollipop Guild leader right before the giant orgy of Oz in response to Dorothy being hesitant about the bondage. Uh, but then again, we all know that uh, the, the end of that story when Dorothy woke up the next day with a splitting headache and a big deuce on her forehead. <laughs> I think it got out of hand. Anyway, That was good. That uh, was good. Uh, hey, you're supposed to eat the head first. Uh, that was one experienced zombie to a newly made zombie on the best way to eat a penis. <laughs> Listen, I was going to go with the Sam Dude, thing here. These are so good because I was like, the whole time, I must have been just scarred from them. I only have two, but I was so scarred from the movie. Like, oh, I was yeah. like, there wasn't anything funny well, in this, I, so I'm you know, glad you got You some. know what I did is I wrote these down, but I yeah. didn't do these till today after I'd had a day. Oh, you know, so. good. That's good. Uh, but without what I was going to say, you know, the, the that's what Sam said type of deal. Uh -huh. But then I'm like, nobody would freaking believe that Sam would have to say that. First of all, he doesn't want to. He, he's like, it's like he, he's the perfect penis eater, and he would not want to oh share my. his freaking, you know, his his, his legacy there. Anyway, it's sorry. an art. Sorry about that. It's an thing. art. You penis eater. Um, so, uh, let's see. Who the hell doesn't like cookies? That was Cookie Monster right before going postal to Girl Scouts office when they announced they're not selling cookies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Garble uh, that was the woman. Uh, that was you gargling balls and talking at the same time. Uh, let's see. Oh my gosh, I did have a lot of Sam's yeah, this here. This is good. Uh, just what's going just with what's going on with the dogs out here is enough to put you in prison. Uh, that was me to Sam discussing his idea for a dog brothel. Oh, dude, I thought you were going to go Michael Vick on that. I I thought about it, dude. But I thought dog brothel would be more humane that than Michael Vick. That is good. Vick. No, that's good. <laughs> All right, uh, you got anything there? I've got, I've got two. All right. Would you bring the? Would you bring? What? Oh, would you bring the other bucket, please? That was Henry Eliza after uh, singing for an hour. Wait a second. That's, That's the second in one in a row. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was thinking as soon as that, as soon as that came out, I'm like, yes, we're gonna have two Henry Elizas in a Dude, row. Dude, you gotta, you gotta keep those. You gotta keep That's those good. going. I'll try All to right. find a bucket uh, friendly yeah, movie for that'll next be episode. good. She looks like one of those polygamous wives. That's every man about Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> in the, she's in, so freaking ugly. In the, what was it? The, the Peter Peter uh, Griffin's hot body ugly face contest. Yeah. Oh, did she? Oh, she won that. Oh, that dude. I watched a. I watched Apollo eighteen. Oh yeah. Worst movie ever. That's that's what worst movie ever. But they had a preview for this new Sarah Jessica Parker movie, Ooh. and I'm like. And it's like one of those romantic comedies. Of I think it's how does she do that or something like that? Because they're always asking her that because she's got kids and try to keep up with her career and everything. And, I and look good it. while doing dude, it. Dude, she is so ugly. <laughs> oh, she is so ugly. Like, I just, when I think about her, I think about like a little, a little 
puppet or a little uh, doll that has like little tiny beady eyes. Well, dude, like one of them isn't even the same size. She's just so ugly. I think I th- I always think about uh, freaking that she's a horse looking, and that oh, in all her movies they put some peanut butter in the back of her mouth so she moves her lips and pretends it's like oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think back in back in when she was like twenty years younger, she probably was a little cuter. Well, she was. She, she is so ugly now. So well, what movie? What was that movie that she was in with the witches with? Uh, yeah, uh, maybe it was just because she was next to that one girl. I can't remember. Dude, she was hot in that. And well, that's yeah, but, but relatively, she was. It's hocus pocus. Yeah, what was who was that? Who was the main lady? Bette Midler. But compared Bette to Midler Bette Midler, was Midler one, and my ballsack uh, looks hot. There was a N- Nadine Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, Najimi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's. A real I can't looker. believe I know that. She's got the curves, dude. Sure. And then I have a kick to the balls. Was All the right. teacher for wearing slutty clothes in school? That just got me for some reason. Like she had her hair down in a little twist down in the front of face. Hot. Well, she is hot, but I mean, who freaking wears that to school? Come uh, on, teachers, dude. I got her too. I got her as a kick to the balls. Um, and I just saw Fright Night, and the same thing happened in Fright Night. Uh, it's the teachers have to like look around and make sure to look right at an empty desk of where a student's supposed to be before they realize that they're gone. <laughs> oh, derp! Oh, not there. Really. Um, and also, of course, you have that. to give one for the dad for uh, uh, making, for just being an utter douche, but especially for making his family clean up the cellar so he oh. could bring down a sex slave. Dude, no kidding. Oh, I think this will take you a little while. Just move this stuff over there. All right. I got some things to do in the house. Oh, right. really? Oh, what a nice setup, I guess. Jeez. I've got uh, six degrees. Pollyanna McIntosh was in Land of the Lost with Will Ferrell, who was in Megamind with Brad Pitt, who was in an Interview with the Vampire with Kirsten Dunst, who was in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. Nice, dude. So what? So what do you give this thing? I don't know. I I think we might. We, I might throw the slab. Uh, what do we used to do? The slab caveat. The, the, <laughs> the, the slabs asterisk on this because I mean, really, other than the music and in, uh, I don't know why, but that just bothered me. And it, you know, yeah. the funny thing is, is it didn't bug me as much. I know I didn't notice it bugging me as much. The first mm-hmm. time I watched it, but it, re- it really got to me this time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, yeah, this is a fun movie to watch or anything like that because it's really mm-hmm. not. But is it is it it's disturbing? I don't know if it's maybe even a little moving. I don't yeah. know. But so, I mean, I would say I, it's, like a, it's like I have a hard time saying I would buy it because I don't ever want to buy it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think it's really worth a watch. I would say go red box it. Yeah. If, and listen, see, if this were if this were more fun or, or you know less disturbing, and you know, I mean, because the the themes were just such that I don't necessarily want to own it. But if a movie this good had different themes, I would say buy it. Yeah. So so here's the way I'm going to look at it because we are going to put the little asterisk on it, and so for for a rating scale of we have really freaking totally awesome at Bonesaw, and then you have on down to holy crap that sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a buy. And, and what I mean by that is don't go out and buy it. <laughs> when I really, say buy it, I don't mean I say, go buy I, it. I just, that's just what our rating system is, is right. that a buy is less than a bone saw. Right. So don't go buy this movie, but it is one you probably ought to watch. Well, that's, I, don't, so that's, I don't know if anybody ought to watch anything. I, 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 But I think that it's worth it. I don't know. I, I don't like it when people tell me, oh, you need to watch this movie. It'll change no, your I agree. Life. That's I mean, why I didn't say you need to, but you ought to. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> you looking down at me, tell me what to do? 
You know what, though? <laughs> Hold on a second. Before I say a bye, isn't a red box mean that you're going to go watch it anyway? Well, and that's I what that's what I that's what I say because you know, I don't want to change mine to a red box because that that is that, that but it's is what but it's it is. A, it's, it's like that's exactly what it is. It's like okay, well, you sh- you know, it's one you you that you could watch, but you you don't need to buy it. And have well, because I guarantee you're not going to watch it again no. unless you're some idiot that's doing a podcast on it after you watched it the first time. Well, it was so funny. I was expecting something else because. You you know you watch the woman and then you you couldn't you you just had to watch it again you're like I can't no, freaking I, wait no I can't I, wait to watch I, this. I, just kidding just, well I thought we were doing it because it was a slab and it was going to be a slab and it was going to be mm-hmm. so disturbing oh man but I don't know whatever maybe we'll have to do another fun one for next week yeah we need to we need to figure out what we're going to do because it's got to be entertaining no. I can't be back in training and be I'll depressed I'm bummed out no kidding you know what. This training's all good and fine, but do you know there are people getting raped in cellars right now? I'm going to go watch a movie tonight that has exorbitant amounts of rape and torture. It's going to be so awesome. (laughs) You sound like uh, Napoleon Dynamite's older brother. That's uh, that's what I was going for, Kip. Then you got it, Kip. Oh, wow. Napoleon, you're just jealous because they chat with babes all day. (laughs) Your mom... Your mom goes to college. So, so, uh, so, oh yeah, call in with your limericks, uh, 206-339-2730. Thanks for the voicemails. Those are pretty, and the limericks, those all, every one of them was awesome. I would like to applaud you. Yes, that was fantastic. Everyone. Fantastic creativeness. And the other ones just made us feel good, so we like that too, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're stupid and lame and whatever at least now. All right, so you got anything else for this one, or any, no. any last any last uh, medical advice from you, Sam? Let me think. Medical advice, advice? Uh, no. Just remember your exits and your entrances in your body, and don't shit the beans. And yes, <laughs> most importantly. All right, so from the Cadaver Lab, we'll see you later. later.